Hi, I'm Cynthia Khan, founder of Amuse Now, and I'm here today with Kev Atomic from Atomic Honey. Hey, Kevin, how's it going? Hi, Cynthia. Doing good. Nice to see you. So, for those of us or in the audience who don't know a lot about Atomic Honey, can you tell us a little bit about your music and who you sound like, so we have an idea? Well, who who we sound like, I think um, it's kind of hard to describe. We have a lot of different influences. Um, some of the obvious ones are Bowie. I'm a huge Bowie fan, personally, but um, I I think. There's kind of some punk elements to some of our music, though we don't officially do punk. We sometimes get categorized as glam, though I don't think we're a glam band either. A lot of our music is acoustic-based, um, but we do a lot of fast songs, too. I don't know. We're just kind of all over the map. I like that because I, your songs go from kind of like Ramones to even ballads. I, I, I enjoy listening to the variety. So I think you have something for everybody. I see from your website, which is www.atomichoney.net, that you recently released a new EP called Just Press Play and a new album called Moon Dust. Tell us about those works. You've been pretty busy. Uh, we're always busy. Um, Operation Moon Dust is kind of there's a lot of um, different stories behind some of those songs. Uh, I'm a big literature fan too, and we've actually got some stories that we write through songs. Um, it, it's weird to describe, but uh, most of the songs on Operation Moondust are very mellow, probably, as you notice. Um, that was intentional. Um, we were kind of, it, it's supposed to be kind of a journey sort of, I guess, in a way. Um, and then Just Press Play, we released later because we wanted to make sure we also appealed to our hard rock fan base. And there really isn't much on Operation Moondust for our hard rock fans. So Just Press Play was kind of like, okay, now it's your guys' turn, you know, for the guys that like the faster songs. Speaking of hard rock, I also see that you have a new video on your website called Glitter Bombs and Gas Cans, and I'd love to play that for the audience. Is that okay? Oh, I'd, I'd love that. Cool. Okay, hold on just a second. Let me line it up. your band we said this before has something for everyone kind of punk rock and roll and even slow songs like staring at the sun since amuse now is about artists helping artists is there anything that you want to share about how you and your band have worked to get atomic honey noticed out there 
Um, there's a lot of different ways uh, people use, and um, you know, I Twitter, of course, is, is my big thing. Uh, that's I really think the standards have kind of changed as far as uh, you know what fans expect from their the artists that they enjoy. You know, from a uh, from a networking standpoint, they, if people really expect to interact with people, I think nowadays, which is something that's kind of different. So it's a lot more than just making music. Um, one of my favorite sites is called Twit Music. Um, we use that one a lot. We we put a lot of sort of secret songs on there, sort of for people. A lot of those songs will never even end up on albums. We just kind of do it because we like to keep people interested and we like to let people know where we're at musically at any given time. And Twit Music's a neat way of doing it. We can put a song up there, and of course, there's lots of ways for Twitter people to share those songs as well. I mean, it's it, it's a really neat site. It's just we like to do songs just for our really dedicated fans, you know. And you know, and then we won't put those songs on some of our other pages like Reverb Nation and things like that. You know, we we like to acknowledge people that kind of show us a little extra support, and so we do kind of a lot. Some of the songs are kind of just fun and campy, but it's it's a way of people. You know, not having to wait until another album comes out, basically. You know, it's like, hey, let's just do a, a song for Twit Music and put it out there so that people have something fun to listen to this week. It's that kind of thing. And and most of those songs won't end up on albums. A few of them will hear, you know, now and again. Well, I see that you have albums on Amazon, iTunes, Reverb Nation, and CD Baby. Do you rec which one do you recommend for the best exposure? You can't you can't pick one over the other, you know. Um, everybody has their own opinion as to which they think is the best. Uh, me personally, I think the ideas just kind of flood the internet in general with as much music as you can. I you know I I see a lot of artists that'll you know be trying to promote the same two songs for two or three years, and it's, it's absurd. It's, it's not going to work. You know, it, it, you have to continue releasing new music, I, whatever sites you end up using, and whether you're selling them or whether you're giving them out for free, I think you really just have to keep people engaged, and you interact with them in various social networking sites, and you keep making music. I, you know, don't, you can't have two-year gaps between albums anymore. It doesn't work. I, I hear what you're saying and I like the fact that you're on social media. That's how we met on social media and oh. as I like the fact that you're saying that you're open to multiple sites because I guess as you know Amuse Now is going to be launching its music store soon and I hope that you consider putting some of Atomic Honey's songs on it too. Yeah, I was, yeah. Definitely. I, I was looking through uh, your website and stuff. You've got some great things going there. I'm looking forward to that. Well, is there anything else that you want to tell anybody so that we know more about you and your band? Or Yes, one thing. Good. Often, especially with our slower songs, uh, the acoustic-based ones, uh, we use kind of a lot of weird spacey-type sounds and stuff, and a lot of people compare us to Pink Floyd which I think is really interesting because it's 
I like certain Pink Floyd songs, but I'm not a huge fan. So the funny thing to me is that Pink Floyd, I swear, is not an influence of ours. <laughs> so you're that, trying to nothing against that rumor. Yeah, it's just funny, but we get compared to them a lot. I know that you said that you're on Twitter. Do you use any other social media sites that really help you get your music noticed or connect better with fans? No, is... I think I think Twitter pretty much handles it all. You know, it's it's instantaneous. You know, and it I like that it allows for open dialogue. It's if you think about it, it's almost like a never-ending interview. You know, whenever you have a chance to be online. So it's like, why would I post something on a website, you know, that, you know, once a week or a few times a week, but I can just go to Twitter and say what I have to say. And then if people want to comment on that or whatever, I'm right there. They can reply to me or if they have a question about what we're doing or who I am or if they want to know what my favorite color is or something, people, they can just ask me. You know, it's, to me, it's like an ongoing interview. That's the way I see it. So that, that's by you. far my favorite. And Facebook I don't like because it's really, it's not set up well for responding. It's, it's a very one-sided kind of thing. Well, I'm glad that you preferred to be with me tonight and spend some time telling us about yourself so that we could learn more about you and your music. And I'm hoping that it's okay if I close our interview by playing a little bit of your Staring at the Sun. Yes, of course. I love that. And I really <laughs> I love that, you, that song. I really appreciate you having me on. Very, very glad to be a part of it all. It's really cool. Thanks. Thank you so much, Kev. And uh, I look forward to tweeting with you. I'm there quite a bit, I think, as you know. <laughs> Smell the rain.